superchargers, headlights, and more. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. With over 122 million parts and eBay guaranteed fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Plus, with prices that don't break the bank, you can stay on your A-game. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. What is up, everybody, and welcome into the Week 7 live stream recap. I am Chris Welsh. We don't have Bogman today, even though it probably would have been great because the Steelers won. He'd been in a great mood. Good for him. Get out of here. Get out of here with your Steelers nonsense. Upgrade with a double D. We got Joe Pizapia in the house, the star of betting pros. My buddy, Joe Pizapia. And we have got the star of the med world, the sports med world, Deepak Chona, Sport MD analysis on Twitter. We got stuffs to talk about. Headlines? Yes. Fantasy breakdowns, yes. Players breaking down, maybe. That kind of didn't look like it was going to be the case early on, but it has picked up. Thank you for the weirdness on the open, but we are excited to be here right here on Fantasy Pros, breaking down everything that went down in week seven, and we are going to get right into it after I let these guys talk. Joe, welcome into the live stream that you have not, have you even been a part of this before? Not this particular one. Uh, last year, yes. Uh, somehow I ended up doing one of these with Erickson, I believe, last mm. year. Uh, but I don't think Deepak was there. I think it was just me and Erickson going through stuff. So, uh, yeah, Scott Bogman, you know, he needs his time. He needs his moments after the game. Uh, hopefully these were a good moments because the Steelers got a victory. But, yes, it's great to be here. And I want to shout out Lindsay in the chat who says I have a very nice voice. So you there do. you go. So my night's already made. You know, also just in a testament to the live stream portion of this, the podcast listeners are probably not going to give them all of that uh, when it's all edited and done. But for whatever reason, the music wasn't don't, going. Don't dismiss John. John will put that somewhere. I well, guarantee. John doesn't edit it. Your boy. Oh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. But we had like we just had to serenade everybody because we were just staring at Tyler Lockett pre stream. No music. So we'll sing to you. That's what we do. Full service fantasy here at Fantasy Pros. Deepak, how are you, my friend? I am good, man. I feel recharged. There was no emotional investment today because Texans were off. So here we are. Yeah, I wish I didn't have emotional investment because I had a lot of investment, cash investment. And uh, Bijan didn't go so well. We did the prop show. Uh, shout out to betting pros. That was a lot of fun, except when Bijan has a tummy bug. That's apparently what Ugh. it is. And what a perfect transition. We get right into the injuries. We're going to talk with Deepak here. We had two Browns injuries. Deshaun Watson exited the game early with a head injury. Jerome Ford exited with an ankle injury. Bijan with the bubble guts? I don't know. And we'll take a look at the 49ers situation. Uh, where are we trending with uh, Christian McCaffrey? We already know Debo's out. So, Deepak, why don't we kick it off and start with the Browns injuries? Let's get both of your take on uh, Deshaun Watson and Jerome Ford and what severity we're looking at both those injuries. Yeah, so Deshaun Watson, the initial sort of replay looked like he hit his head pretty hard. That would be concerning for, of course, a concussion, and that protocol generally knocks people out one game. But they've already come out and said he cleared concussion protocol, so I would expect him to be available next week. It's not totally clear why they didn't put him back in, but they were playing reasonably well on offense, and maybe that had something to do with it. And then if you look at Jerome Ford, the video on his mechanism suggested a high ankle, and after the game, he was in a boot. So that combination does 
lean us towards the high ankle. The video does sort of suggest a mild severity because his foot wasn't really stuck and planted. So while it did twist, it it didn't go all the way as you sometimes see like we did with Saquon earlier this year. So for that reason, I would expect about a one to two week absence on Jerome Ford, but not the three to four with the lingering impact that we've been seeing. Joe, I was on uh, betting pros this week with you and we did the prop show you, myself and Erickson. I mean, killer cast. We had a lot of fun. I usually don't play a lot of unders. I played an under this week. I played the Jerome Ford under rushing yards. That was destroyed in one play. But I would like to point out the next 10 carries equated to five more yards. So my logic was right. 69 of his 75 yards came on one stupid run, but the injury could lose a little bit of time. How deep are you going to go into Kareem Hunt if Jerome Ford is out of it? Well, last week on the waiver wire show, we were already in on Kareem Hunt. So that was one of those pieces we said to add because he looked good against the 49ers. Then he had that, I believe it was that deep quad bruise or the thigh bruise that he was working through all uh, week. Practice was limited at first. I thought it was just a Wednesday practice he missed. I said, okay, veteran rest day. But then as the week went on, a little bit more concerning. But at this point, I know Pierre Strong got a couple carries in that game towards the end too. But Kareem Hunt, as Deepak said, you know, this could be a situation where you might see a little bit more of him these next few weeks. And next week, another game there. I believe they get Seattle, I want to say, next week. So uh, defense travels, folks. That's all I can tell you. Defense travels. And I know it was some wild moments in that game. It was a fun one all the way up until the very last play of the game. But yeah, I mean, Kareem Hunt definitely needs to be added everywhere so, he gets. I don't even know where to go Go with this one, if I'm being honest with you. Both Erickson and I both had our favorite plays from the prop market this week on Bijan Robinson. But apparently... Well, he would have gotten him if he played. Bijan <laughs> uh, ate something bad. I mean, Deepak, do we, was it the bubble guts? What, what, was, what was the thing that happened with Bijan? He just sat out there. Look, he looked a little grimacy, but he still... Why would you play if there's something wrong with you at all, what's the point? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't have a great explanation for that one either. The, I did hear a report that it was maybe headache, which suggests maybe migraine related, but I, either case, I think he's going to be good to go from here. Okay. I th- just hoping it wasn't some diarrhea or something like that. Oh, there, Joe. Well, I, I mean, know. well, you know, they were, uh, they were wearing the white pants today. So hopefully you know. <laughs> that's why they didn't want to get him out there. It's like, hit too hard. Well, I know if you saw, there was one moment too, where he went out there and he turned right around and came back. And I was like, okay, well, like I was waiting to follow him for that motion. It was like the, uh, the scene in the replacements where the guy starts yakking and everybody else starts yakking. Like that's what I was waiting for. But was very weird and at first i think all of us were going did some is it like the doghouse is that the situation did he say something did he do something did something come up but that doesn't seem to be the case for it was hearing. the outhouse i think oh, <laughs> <laughs> it seems like he was in the outhouse but uh hopefully we'll get more information on this tonight or tomorrow because it was very odd yeah there's a name iteration i can't use on this stream as a pc stream but Bijan robin I was going with, but we we do that no, for another no, time. No, I'm no, not going to no. do that. Uh, Deepak, <laughs> I do want to ask you, since we didn't, you know, we kind of escaped a decent amount of injuries. We do have one more that's going to come off of the graphic, but just real quick, as far as the 49ers situation goes, we already know that Debo is out and uh, you've had some great analysis on your Twitter about it. Anything you want to add into Christian McCaffrey, because we did get a note before the early game started up that Christian McCaffrey was trending to play. So anything you want to add to that? Yeah, I think Christian McCaffrey, the thing to know is that generally we see a low efficiency impact on a per-touch basis with oblique injuries when players are able to make it back. The one sort of caveat here is there is a re-injury risk. They are playing a bad team, and they are, of course, the stacked 49ers. So 
I wouldn't be surprised if they get ahead and give him fewer touches towards the end of this game. And with Debo Samuel, I think you're probably looking at a post by return. So, of course, missing week seven, missing week eight, and then probably coming back in week 10 after the bye. Uh, the other thing we saw, and we'll get your take on this here in a second, Joe, was Christian Watson, who was a big com- conversation piece on uh, betting pros and fantasy pros this week. I know it killed. Um, he really didn't get involved, and that was a lot to do with Jordan Love. But at the end of the game, right when he had the chance to get me that little reception prop that I had going, he had a ball thrown to him, got twisted up, limped off the field, and then fell down on the sideline. Do you? I don't know if you got to catch it and what your initial thoughts are on Christian Watson. Yeah, the position of the leg is actually very concerning for an ACL. I'm certainly hopeful that that's not the case, but he it was bent and it was twisted inwards, and that's kind of the classic position for that. With that being said, sometimes you get lucky. It's just a sprain. The ligament on the middle side, the MCL, is also potentially in play there, but that's much less of a recovery than an ACL, of course. So fingers crossed here, but an MRI will hopefully give us some clarity tomorrow. And Joe, I mean, not that Christian Watson was really involved that much, but where would you throw the fantasy boost? Romeo Dobbs seems to continuously be a big target for Jordan Love. Jaden yeah. Reed always gets that stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's just there catching that one. Uh, or did was he the one that caught the the tip? Or was he? Yeah, I think he, I think Romeo he Dobbs was, tipped yeah. off his hand, and Jaden yeah. Reed caught the tip. He's just always there. Who is the beneficiary if uh, Christian Watson is to miss some time? <sighs> My frustrations were Christian Watson open so much of that game and Jordan Love never looking at him, just having tunnel vision at times for Dobbs for for whatever reason that might be. And that was very frustrating because, again, just like you said, the logic was there. The process was there. He was open against the Denver secondary that isn't very good. And I'm literally watching the game, watching Christian Watson run by secondary guys and just like had his hand out, basically. And Jordan Love never even looks his way. So. If Watson is going to be out for any extended period of time, which would be terrible situation, terrible news for the Green Bay Packers, it is right back to Dobbs and Reed. And Reed is probably the guy who's most readily available again, because I'm sure when Watson came back, a lot of people jettisoned him back, especially this week. That's the interesting thing. Whenever you have a bipocalypse week, you have this week where people have to make hard cuts and they look at it and they say, ah, Jaden Reed. I mean, go back a couple weeks ago. Look at why the Cleveland Browns defense was available in only in 70% of leagues this week because of the buy in the 49ers people look at schedules they go eh, i can't really hold on to them so uh do your diligence there and for christian watson the best thing i could say is um right now take the early line because it's really good on minnesota next week in yeah Green and Day. i'd also like tell you you're game. right about the Jaden reed stuff might be a top waiver wire guy someone that got hit this week that's why you don't want to miss out on potential difference makers like Jaden reed so you want to use our waiver assistant over at fantasypros.com slash my playbook to instantly view suggestions on who you should add or drop and Jaden reed might be one of those guys deepak chona over at sports medanalytics.com everything going down there on the twitters as well at uh right there on the thing you can see sports md analytics deepak thank you so much for hanging out with us and stop giving us bad news bring us better news next time please (laughs) you got it man (laughs) all right want to dominate your fantasy football leagues well then you need my playbook available only from fantasy pros struggling with the waiver wire my playbook lets you see who the top available players are week to week Can't decide who to start? Compare your players side-by-side with detailed breakdowns and projections for each week of your fantasy season. And it's all included with your premium subscription to Fantasy Pros. So sign up today at FantasyPros.com or download our free My Playbook app to your Apple or Android device.
All right, it's just the two of us, Joe. It's just a double overlay of Pisa, Pia, and Welsh, just like it is over on Leading Off. And wouldn't you love it? Hey, we have got a winner. Joe, are you ready for a winner? I love winners. Okay, well, only winners here. And we are going to be adding Charles Cox to it because the winner of the autograph Christian Kirk Jacksonville Jaguars jersey, courtesy of Joe's betting pros, is Charles Cox. Please get in touch. And let me put that overlay up because I did not put that up for Charles. All you got to do is get in contact. I don't look at that pretty bad boy. Uh, Get in contact with customer support agents over at mailbag at fantasypros.com with your mailing address and proof of your subscription to Fantasy Pros YouTube channel. And get that jersey shipped out to you again. Thank you to our winner, Charles Cox. Fantasy pros, always the sage advice. Go Jags. Even a Jags fan winning it. You got to love that when someone who actually wants that's it wins great. It, you know. I like that. I like that. And I see so many of the comments because I do look at the YouTube comments because I'm a masochist. Uh, I, I don't know. look at them and yeah, I shouldn't sometimes, but uh, mostly they're actually really good. And uh, I always see a lot of people get really excited about these jerseys and I, especially those McCaffrey one when that one was going out there. So Really cool that it's going to a Jaguars fan, especially off a big victory this week yeah. on Thursday Night Football, too. It's big, it's big. I uh, like my interaction with especially these live streams is that I think they got to earn it. I don't know how nice everybody always is, but I'll let you you be They're nice to me, but they were very mean to me early on. But that's what oh, you got to do. You, see, you gotta you gotta prove it. You gotta prove it to the people. That's, right, no, that's but they got to prove it to me before I'm going to start like acknowledging. We could start bringing comments up too. We could really be total masochists if we want. But until then, let's talk about our Miller Lite headlines of the day. We got a big four, three before we know who is next. Joe, let's start with your first headline of the day. All right, first headline of the day. Little clueless action. Rolling with Mahomes. Uh, I wish I had with more Patrick Mahomes, uh, Travis Kelsey stacks. I faded that game just a little bit too much, unfortunately. Uh, Thirty-two for forty-two for four twenty-four and four touchdowns. Uh, it was a glorious day. The Chargers are no good. Uh, a fantastic day for Mahomes. Uh, him and Kelsey were absolutely magical together today. You saw Isaiah Pacheco being Pacheco again. He is that dude. Michael Hardman getting some action in this one. And Rushy Rice, your dude, catching a big tutty again. So we love to see that. Uh, Rice was actually my number one deep sleeper going into the season of like, hey, he's a free guy. Draft him at the end of all your drafts. Rice had a good day catching another touchdown there. You hope that that's the guy he's building that rapport with. So if you haven't dynasty leagues, you feel good about it too. But Mahomes was brilliant today. And how many times on third and long Welsh in that game did he just break the back of the Chargers? So yeah, a he's a monster. He's and the almost, best third and long quarterback in football. And Tony Romo is the most annoying announcer in football. I don't even think that he combination needs to, was so hard for me because I couldn't enjoy everything because he drives me crazy. I don't even have a caveat. Is the best quarterback in uh, in the NFL is <laughs> there too. But uh, <laughs> two and a half to one, Rishi Rice, anytime touchdown, we said on betting. All right, uh, number two headline of the day. Number two headline of the day, three for Foreman. How about the Foreman? How about him? Uh, Derek Brown this morning. Got on his soapbox mm. and um, he decided to go off on how good Deontay Foreman was going to be in this game. And Deontay Foreman was great in this game. He had not one, not two, but three touchdowns, 16 for 89. Uh, I know the Las Vegas Raiders aren't great, but this was a huge victory for the Chicago Bears. A huge win for them with a backup undrafted free agent quarterback without Justin Fields on the field. So this was a huge win for them in terms of fantasy um foreman had looked really good there was even one moment where he leapt over a defender and i don't know i really saw that in deonta foreman's game so that was a really fun piece uh and this is a player that's still available in about 40 percent of leagues 35 percent of leagues depending on where you play 
he should not be at this point and he won't be after today. All right. Headline number three before here's to what's next. Who do you got? All right. Uh, this is uh, for all you Swifties out there. I can Kelsey you see what I did there. See what I did. Swifties. I do. I, this for you. I can see you. Uh, Taylor's version. The song. See, I have a 13 year old daughter, so I know all these things. That's but, the yeah. excuse. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's the excuse. But Kelsey, along with Mahomes, absolutely fantastic. They could have even been more than a 179. There was a bad drop there that Kelsey is still pounding the ground over. But he pounded the pavement. He was working hard today. 12 for 179 and a touchdown for him. A career high day for Travis Kelsey. And look, Kelsey Mahomes, that is the piece. And now if you can build off this, if you're the Kansas City Chiefs, you are feeling really good now going forward because this is the Chiefs offense we wanted to see. Clicking on all cylinders. It did today. So now the Kansas City Chiefs once again become the favorites, I think. All right. Now here's to what's next. Miller headlights headline of the day. All ups, no downs for Josh Downs. He was our waiver wire pickup of the week on Monday. You had to add Josh Downs. We said it was a tough matchup. Josh Downs said, hold my Miller light because five for 125 and a touchdown for Josh Downs. Not too shabby against a very, very good Cleveland Browns defense. And look, Gardner Minshew certainly made his mistakes, but Josh Downs was the guy. He was the go-to. He had the big moments, five for 125, a huge game for him and i think a reliable high-end wide receiver three maybe low-end wide receiver two rest of season that's how good he's looked the last few days listen with a miller light in your hand or josh down's hand ball doesn't just taste great it tastes like miller time to get miller light delivered right to your door maybe you want to send josh down some as well visit millerlight.com slash fantasy pros so you'd have to get his address and that could get squirrely that's millerlight.com slash fantasy pros or you can find it pretty much Anywhere that sells beer, celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories and 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. Easy stuff. Easy stuff. Josh Downs, our Miller Light. Here's to what's next. Headline of the day and player of the day. Let's get into the slate of games. Matchup recaps. Starting with Josh Downs' team who did not win a ridiculous <laughs> blowout game. I didn't see coming 77 points end up getting scored. What are we talking about as Cleveland beat the Colts 39 to 38? We've already talked about Watson's injury. We talked about Jerome Ford. We talked about Josh Downs. There's a lot in there. What fantasy takeaway or highlight do you want to have out of this game? Well, other than Downs in the last couple of games, who's looked really good and on that upward trajectory, and clearly Minshew has an eye for him. Uh, the other piece was the P.J. Walker piece, which is when Watson was cleared to come back and did not, that to me was very weird. Something's off there. Something is rotten in the city of Cleveland here when it comes <laughs> to this quarterback situation. And I'm starting to wonder if we're already seeing a little bit of the is it schadenfreude, I believe, where you're uh, looking at things and you're kind of uh, saying, mm, maybe that was a bad decision I made. And maybe Cleveland's looking around going, should we have spent all this money on Deshaun Watson? Should we have mortgaged so much of the future and so much financially on this guy? Because it has not been a successful time. And PJ Walker, look for all the deficits he has, he did make some big throws and some big moments. So Yes, from the running back standpoint, we talked about the Ford injury, talked about Kareem Hunt. Downs was the big piece in this game for me. Jonathan Taylor also starting to look like Jonathan Taylor again. That was important, but it's the P.J. Walker piece that's really interesting. Now, he needs to get on the same page with Amari Cooper. There were not some great moments there, but 
it's gonna be fascinating to see what happens in these next couple of days if there's a little bit of a controversy here. What was that again? The Schaden Schadenfreude. I, I think believe. that. Don't ask me to spell it, please. I think that's why Bijan missed so much time today. The Schadenfreude. <laughs> he had a he had a case of the Schadenfreude. <laughs> don't we all? Don't we all? Especially <laughs> on a Sunday. But you won't when you're hanging out with DraftKings because football is in full swing, and we just had another epic week of games. And who has got you covered on the action for every single one of them? DraftKings Sportsbook, the official betting partner of the NFL. New customers can bet $5 on football and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Nobody's missing out on the action this season. All DraftKings customers can take advantage of the two new offers every game this summer. Lots of great ones. Go and use the code FANTASYPROS to sign up. New customers, $5, 200 instantly in bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code FANTASYPROS. The crown is yours. Or Joe's. He's got a beautiful crown, too. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, Kansas. Licensee partner Golden Nugget Lake Charles, Louisiana. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. By the way, Welsh, I was just looking at Track. So the cap hit for the uh, Sean Watson <laughs> this year would be uh, $19 million. Next year, that number is $63 million. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, that's why, that's why it's not an option. You got to, you have, what is it? You have to lie in the bed you made. Is that sound right? I, I, I think so. But that could also be working our way to another great Welshism, which I'm here for. At all oh, time. yeah, yeah. No, no. There's different ways this could go, but we'll avoid those. Your New England Patriots beat the <laughs> Buffalo Bills 29 to 25. I freaking teased this game on the under and I still couldn't get it. I actually had it up until new England came back at the end. I had 47 and a half on the tees. Unbelievable. I was talking a little bit up about Ramondre Stevenson. If you guys watched the early stream today and he just almost pushed over a hundred yards. So nothing insane, insane. I ask you though, is Mac Jones back and startable maybe in Superflex? Well, I am wearing a, a present that was purchased for me last year by our boss, head of content of Fantasy Pros, uh, Blaine. Uh, Blaine Blonde sent this to me. It's Let's my see. Mac to the Future shirt. Mm. That's right. Um, look, it was it was fun. As a Patriots fan, I enjoyed that Bill Belichick got his 300th win at home. That was a nice moment for him. Um, it was nice to beat the Buffalo Bills, who had been beating up on the Patriots these last few years pretty handily. But... I want a higher draft pick. So I don't want to hear too much more about like the Patriots being good. This is it. Like, I don't want to hear it again. This was fun. Now let's move on. At the same time, you make that question about, can you start Mac Jones and super flex? I don't know if you have a choice at this point. When you consider that fields is out, when you consider Garoppolo's out, when you consider that, you know, Deshaun Watson might not be startable. I mean, just, and that's just naming the ones off the top of my head. I mean, there, there's a lot of situations here where, I mean, if I'm going into next week, do you feel better about, 
starting Mac Jones or Jordan Love with the way he's played lately. I got Jordan Love looked awful. You know what, Jordan? That terrible. offense today reminded me of how the Falcons run their offense. It was just like run, run, run. Try to uh, like RPO. It just it didn't look good. It it didn't look like Jordan Love. Well, knew when Bijan was, was out of that offense, you see exactly how how bad they can be. And yeah. you know, Bijan is is that piece that makes them palatable at the very least. And and that is a tough situation. But look. Mac Jones did what he had to do in this game, 272 for the two scores. Uh, that's great. Um, the Bills defense is also not at 100%. Let's not forget they're missing some huge pieces like Matt Milano and, and Travis White. So it's not the normal Bills defense you're playing. But this is, you know, this has kind of been the story of the Buffalo Bills last few weeks, right? You know, they have these games where they look great, uh, games where they struggle. And this was a game today where they struggled and they couldn't put the Patriots away and they let them hang around too long and the Patriots ended up winning. Bills are uh, going up against Tampa Bay and New England has got Miami next week. So that should be fun. Yes. Now I go back to losing. Give yeah. me Marvin Harrison Jr. Please enjoy your one. Please. Uh, the Chicago, we talked about Chicago, the Chicago bears. They beat the Raiders 30 to 12 actually uh, played uh, the, the bears in uh, DFS to defense this week. And that worked out relatively well. Deontay Foreman with three touchdowns. DJ Moore was able to put up something. It wasn't anything great. It was eight for 54. It was a very, I don't have a good quarterback type of line for a good wide receiver. Um, Any fantasy takeaways you want to hit on this Bears Raiders game? Well, look, the biggest one is Foreman, right? Who we all assume is going to have the run of this backfield now for the foreseeable next few weeks. So I would think through the end of October into the beginning of November, I mean, maybe Roshan continues to work his way back, but Foreman looks so good in this game. Yes, it was a good matchup, favorable matchup in that sense. But at the same time, Foreman kind of earned it, in my opinion, today. Like, he's looked better than anybody so far. And Foreman keeps doing this. Like, he, he keeps finding ways in these different spots to look good. Uh, disappointing day for those who have Josh Jacobs there with the 11 for 35. Not exactly what you were looking for out of Josh Jacobs. You had some drops, too, some key drops. Devontae Adams had one uh, that was not good. But, uh, look, Hoyer's not the answer. And it looks like things are really going south fast for the Raiders. Foreman again, 16 for 89 and two scores on the ground, three catches for 31 and a uh, a receiving touchdown. Really, really solid day for him. And whether it's him or even if Roshan were to come back, it, it is kind of like a placeholder for what this team can be and can do in semi-favorable matchups. Next week, though, Chicago has got the Chargers on Sunday night football and Detroit is hosting the Raiders on Monday night football. So you know, I don't know. I mean, Deontay Foreman, it's still not like a horrible matchup against the Chargers. I, I could get down with oh, that. Oh, I'd play but, against the Chargers. I'm good. Yeah. Let's but go. The, the Raiders, not, they're not getting, uh, there's no benefit uh, getting back to the Lions, even though they got smacked around. Uh, the Giants beat Washington in an unwatchable game, 14 <laughs> to 7. We had no Daniel Jones. We did get some Saquon, 21 carries, 77 yards. He also had a receiving touchdown. He went over 100 total, but my guy in the best Jim Ross, my God, Darren Waller. He's alive seven for 98 and his first touchdown of the season, Joe. Yeah. And to your earlier question about Superflex leagues, here we go again, like Tyrod Taylor, two touchdowns, 279 today. Daniel Jones has looked terrible. You're paying Daniel Jones though. So when he's healthy, he's got to go back in. Right. So you got to have to assume that the Giants offense is just flat out better when Saquon's there. And when he's not, it's flat out just dreadful. That's kind of where we're at. And that's where we've been at usually with the Giants over the last few years because we've experienced so many of these Saquon Barkley injuries. But Welsh, this was about the defenses. And I talked about this this morning on the uh, the Sports Grid TV show. I talked about how both of these defenses are in play because both of these defenses are average. I should say these offensive lines of these teams are averaging three and a half sacks per game. 
and it did not disappoint. They had get ready for this. You ready? You sitting down? Oh, good, you are. <laughs> We've had ten sacks in this game. Ten, ten sacks in this game between these two teams. So yeah, it's hard to move offense when you can't get the ball out. It's hard when everybody's collapsing here. And credit to the Giants. I think the Giants defensively, you know, they showed a lot of heart in that Monday night game in Buffalo. And I was really curious to see if that defense was going to just quit after that game or if they were going to drag that intensity into this game against Washington home. Guess what they did? Now they get the Jets next week. Another team that plays defense, but also questionable quarterback play. So there's more opportunity for this Giants defense. If they can continue to play at this level, the Giants are going to be one of those really tough outs. So defensively, when you're looking at streaming defenses, keep looking at those sack numbers because sacks lead to turnovers, turnovers lead to fantasy points. So that's something to really pay attention to. And a lot of offense in this game, but the defensive side, a lot to pay attention to. And the Giants look like a team that's starting to figure things out defensively. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see, though, because the Giants are a decent matchup to target running backs against them. And you're going to have Brees Hall going there. But at the same time, the Giants, with everything you just talked about, might be a super sneaky, streamable defense this week to take a Which, look at. Which, by the way, I don't know if you guys heard that there's a local buzz here, but Dalvin Cook might be on his way out very soon from New York. Okay, well, I mean, that's doing much in the game, so I'm not sure anyone no, would notice. But- well, but I'm just saying, if he's out there floating around in leagues, everybody's looking for RBs. If somebody dropped him, add him, because if he gets traded to a team where he that's a good point a starter, then all of a sudden you've got to pay attention because Brees Hall, to your point, is the guy there. It's clear, and it always yeah. should have been. Washington is also going to be facing Philly, or they're going to be hosting Philly. So just FYI for everybody. Uh, just to let you guys know, if we were hanging out with you, do you think we would all just have one Miller Light? No, we would have two. So we're going back to Miller Light because backyard football gatherings, bonfire with a crisp autumn breeze. I bet it's amazing where Joe is right now. It's just starting to cool down here in Arizona. Whether you're attending football games as well, the only thing better than spending fall outside with friends is spending fall outside with friends and beer. And just not any beer. Miller Light, the 96-calorie beer that tastes like beer and is perfectly brewed for everything fall has to offer. Miller Light is when you and your friends can get together to enjoy the simple things in life, like Joe and I just talking crap about Bogman. Oh, beer, Miller Light. Oh, Bogman, isn't he silly? He didn't come here to the show today. The next time you want to make the most of your fall memories, crack open a white can and let the great taste of Miller Light hit your taste buds so hard you feel it in your heart. My God, what a read. With Miller Light in your hand, summer doesn't just taste great. It's Miller time to get it delivered. Miller Lite delivered to your door. Visit MillerLite.com slash fantasy pros. That's MillerLite.com slash fantasy pros. Or you can find it everywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories and 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces still. So we are now only 6.4 carbs into this episode. So let's keep going. Atlanta, they beat Tampa Bay 16 to 13 the Bijan poopy game or whatever it was. He wasn't out there. Drake London, he hit my prop. It's about the only thing I got. I don't know what the hell was happening. I was screaming, screaming at the YouTube as Bijan wasn't getting out there. And then they're just like, oh, he's not feeling good. And I was just like, then send him home. Get him some chicken noodle soup and go home. Don't be on the sidelines tempting, tempting us, tempting the fate of it. But he had whatever headache or diarrhea or something, and he couldn't play, and he screwed all of us, and it just—it it was brutal. Or something. What do you Where's want to talk part? about in this game? This game is stupid. Uh, the only thing I'd like to mention, because this was uh, uh, beyond this game was stupid. It's that's pretty spot on. But I want to talk about watching Baker Mayfield continuously throw into double coverage in this oh, game, man, all game long. And I kept, you know, everyone kept talking about, well, Baker Mayfield so far this year is really, you know, kind of. 
you know, hasn't made a lot of mistakes and he hasn't thrown any picks and all that stuff. Yeah. And then you watch Baker Mayfield in this game and you're like, holy crap, there he is. That's the guy that got himself run out of several different organizations, like three in two years. That's the guy. And I don't understand because there were moments where he had time in the pocket too, where it wasn't like he was being rushed. He was just throwing into spots where he he gets this weird gunslinger mentality where he got away with that stuff in college. And that was always the thing I said about Baker Mayfield. And when he got to the pros, I was like, he can't be that quarterback anymore. He just lets it fly all the time because you can't do that in the NFL. And you know what? You couldn't do in this game. And the Falcons gave them many, many opportunities in this game. Baker Mayfield could not get the job done when it mattered. And he continuously made awful decisions in this game. And look, I want to give some credit to the Atlanta defense too. It's a better secondary and a better unit than they get credit for. If you drop Kirk Cousins on that team with those weapons today, the Atlanta Falcons are a massive contender for the NFC Championship. Buccaneers are a higher contender if you put him on that. I mean, either way, well, because these, these, these those NFC games. South games are rough sometimes. So let me tell you, they, this is these are some rough games, and this was no no joke. This was exactly as I thought it was going to be. It was worse because Bijan wasn't in there. That's the worst problem too. Is when it's it's bad enough when a guy's an injury. But then there was this weird mystery of why isn't he playing? It was everywhere on social media. Why isn't Bijan playing? What's happening? What's happening? So if you had any illusion before that it was going to go bad, at least you had an opportunity to take him out. That's why everybody was so frustrated, and rightfully so. So I feel your pain, everybody. I feel your frustrations. I'm with you. I'm living it with you. Baker Mayfield, stop throwing it to uh, double coverage, please. It's yeah, well, it's not, not going to get any better. They've got a pissed-off Buffalo team on Thursday oh, night oh. football. So oh, short good week luck. Too. Yeah, and then you've yeah short week exactly, and then you've got Atlanta at Tennessee, uh, Baltimore. Holy Lamar Jackson beat up on the Lions 33 to 6. Lamar Jackson looked like the MVP, went over 300 pass, 357 to be exact, with three touchdowns, rushed for 36, and another score. Four scores, baby. And Gus Edwards put over 140 total yards. Zay Flowers hit one of my props as well. The Ravens were on all fronts where the Lions golf looked like a disaster. Gibbs, uh, he did score a touchdown, actually had a pretty damn good day. I put him in a DFS lineup and that worked. But the Lions had nothing going against this Baltimore team. And Lamar Jackson was scoring at will. Going back to that sack stat that I was talking about earlier, on the flip side and the good side, averaging just one and a half times sack per game, Jared Goff. So he had had clean pockets. He had not seen a lot of pressure. Offensive line played really well. They threw some different looks at that offensive line today. They got to the quarterback today. Uh, they got to the quarterback a lot today. Five sacks. That's how many Jared Goff took. And defense played terrific. I, I hate doing this twice now in the show, but Derek Brown was right again oh, about what are you doing? Lamar Jackson. Like He went on another rant about Lamar today, how Lamar was going to be unbelievable, and he was. I mean, 357 plus the 36 on the ground four total touchdowns, three passing. I mean, it was just a brilliant game for him. And on the flip side, the two pieces that you wanted to be good in this game were good uh, for the Lions. Somehow, despite six points, Jameer Gibbs had the only touchdown, right? So that's good because Jameer Gibbs had 11 for 68. He got work there. Uh, he also had nine catches for 58. So Jameer Gibbs had a great day. So the fantasy assets that you were looking for were great. Him and Amon Ross A. Brown, 13 for 102. That's great. He just didn't have a touchdown. So golf was not good. The offensive line was not good. Give credit to the Baltimore Ravens because Baltimore Ravens had a great game plan against the Lions. And now that that game plan is out, I can't wait to see what happens next week and the week after to the Lions because they gave you a blueprint there. Now to how do the Lions make adjustments these next few weeks ahead? That's going to be interesting to see. 
Well, and this is a really good call by Debro too, because this wasn't like a just like roll on their bellies Lions defense. That's why it was a little bit like, okay, like how deep do you want to get into Lamar? I mean, if you just start him, you're great. But if you're talking about like DFS and stuff or even getting into the prop market, like the Lions can be a pretty tough defense and he minced them. So, you know, like you said, the playbook is out now. What is that going to look like with other teams? Uh, let's go. Oh, by the way, the let's see. Da, 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 the Lions are hosting the Raiders and Baltimore has got Arizona next week. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I mean, the only reason Lamar is not going to have uh, 500 fantasy points is because he can sit in the third quarter uh, against the Cardinals. Here's a quick break in the action because we talk a lot about what makes winners on this show. And there's one thing that all teams, coaches, and players have in common, preparation. Planning is key in everyday life too. And a great way to be prepared for the unexpected is to join Air Med Care Network, America's largest air ambulance membership network. Air Med Care Network providers operate state-of-the-art helicopters that can respond to critically ill or injured patients who need emergency medical transport. These flights can be very expensive, but as an AirMedCare Network member, you won't see a bill for your flight only when flown by one of their providers. That's right. You'd pay nothing. You can become a member of AirMedCare Network for just $99 per year. And right now, our listeners get up to an $80 MasterCard or Amazon e-gift card when they join and use offer code FANTASYPROS. That's FANTASYPROS with no spaces. Make financial peace of mind part of your game plan. Visit airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash fantasy pros. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Right now, I want to take some time to celebrate our everyday champions, our cars. Thanks to eBay Motors, we're keeping our rides running as smoothly as our fantasy teams. Our cars are more than just vehicles. They're partners in our daily hustle. They're there for the early morning commutes, the weekend getaways, and every crucial errand in between. Remember those times your car was the MVP, getting you to that important meeting or helping you make a last-minute pickup? Just like the right player in fantasy football, the right car makes all the difference in our daily game of life. The dependability a car provides is one of the cornerstones of our daily lives, which is why it's so important to maintain our vehicles the way we maintain our fantasy teams. Just like a well-managed fantasy team, maintaining your car requires strategy and foresight. It's all about knowing when to make those crucial upgrades or timely repairs. Ever experience? the triumph of a DIY fix on your car, that perfect moment when everything comes together and your vehicle runs as smoothly as planned, that's what eBay Motors brings to the table. Ensuring each part you choose is not just a temporary solution, but a perfect fit for your car's needs. Speaking of perfect fits, whether it's choosing the right fantasy player or finding the ideal part for your car, the right fit can make your day. There's a unique satisfaction when everything falls into place, be it a winning fantasy lineup or a car part that enhances your ride. That's why eBay Bay Motors is dedicated to making sure you get that perfect fit every time. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, roof rack, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Uh, let's go to the afternoon slate, whatever and how many that actually was. Seattle, they beat Arizona 20 to 10. We had no D DK Metcalf. One of the most brutal blows, dude. Bogman and I both put a prop on Jackson Smith and Jigba pregame for uh, over four and a half receptions. He went to half with four receptions, did not record another catch, and actually dropped 
the fifth catch that would have secured the C. I mean, they already won, but it would have secured, you know, their first down or whatever and dropped an absolutely critical one. But uh, Bobo, he ended up being a pretty good uh, replacement with DK Metcalf out. What fantasy takeaway do you want to hit outside of, you know, also Ken Walker going over 100 yards? Uh, offensive line for the Arizona Cardinals is terrible. I mean, we knew this anyway, but they were so bad in this game. Uh, Welsh, there were so many moments too, where I'm just watching linemen let guys go by them. And the reason I'm bringing this up is just a reminder that everyone who's super excited about Kyler Murray, it's going to be the same offensive line when Kyler Murray comes back. So yeah, the guy returning from knee surgery, they better be real careful with this piece. And for all of you who have him as a stash right now, consider the needs of your team versus the upside theoretically of Kyler Murray with his offensive line, because his offensive line is terrible. So if he becomes a liability or he's slow on the uptake and he gets another hit or whatever it might be, you have to take that into account. In single quarterback leagues, if you got him and people are hurting a quarterback right now in a deeper league and you could trade him, trade him because I would, I would, I'll take my lumps with cousins. I'll take my lumps with golf, all those guys. If I have to, uh, I know you're not going to like this, but my takeaway was the seven targets that Jackson Smith and Jigba got and he had a touchdown. So I think Jackson Smith and Jigba is one of the best buy lows out there right now. Um, he could have even had a bigger day as you were alluding to. I think that you're in a situation where it hasn't quite popped yet, but you can see coming out of the bye and with more time away from that wrist injury, he's starting to get it. And it's just what is it going to be when DK Metcalf comes back, though? This was a DK well, Metcalf list team. What? But here's the thing. It's a DK Metcalf list team, but Tyler Lockett's also no spring chicken either. These are two wide receivers that have had their moments of missing games, but also they put huge draft capital into Jackson Smith and Jigba and they know Tyler Lockett's walking at the end of this year. If JSN is going to be the guy that helps them win games because he's the more dynamic guy and the healthiest guy there, that's an important piece because Tyler Lockett was dealing with an injury all week too at practice. So I think the point is there's opportunity that you could see more things going his way as the season unfolds. And I think the price is pretty good. And he had a good enough game where somebody might say, okay, you know what I want to do? I want to get out of the JSN business and I want to be buying into it. And Ken Walker was awesome in this game. He ran physically. He ran um, with with heart he was terrific he is that downhill bruising kind of running back that you don't see enough of in the nfl nowadays and and they have one there in seattle and ken walker was fantastic in this game and could you it was all those other platitudes you're like he was phenomenal you know he was running with authority he was, he was running with authority uh he was but he was and you know what i mean just trucking guys trucking guys setting them to their rear ends man and that's the kind of football that's the kind of football that when you're not playing really well, and Gino had a terrible pick that he threw in this game too, which is an awful one right there where should have had more points there. They should have been piling on at that point. The problem with the Seahawks is they still make too many mistakes. But, you know, when you have this kind of physical style of Ken Walker running the football, that's something that brings energy to the rest of this team. And I think that's a very important intangible quality that's just huge for Seattle and why they're still competitive in these games. Walker's been fantastic. And dare I say, Welsh, one of the best draft values you'll find. Because if you look back on it, his draft stock fell considerably. And if you bought it on the cheap this year, you did very well with Walker. Cardinals and Seahawks are going to confuse you and they're going to make you feel confused. But don't let that happen. Let fantasy pros cure that confusion because you don't have to worry about making the wrong choice. You don't have to worry anymore about do I start DeMarcado? No. And look at that picture. Do I start Jahan Dotson? Sit. That There's never been a better graphic that we've ever put out than sit Jahan Dotson right there. Let us do the work for you and take the stress out of your lineup management with Playbook's Autopilot tool. Autopilot makes it easy to manage your fantasy lineup. You can get suggestions on lineup changes via email. I get those every single week. 
You can have us auto swap inactive players for you, which is the best thing on the planet when you play multiple leagues. And you want to take it a step further, turn on full autopilot mode and it'll set an optimal lineup for you every single week. Use autopilot at fantasypros.com slash my playbook or on the fantasy football, my playbook app for both peace of mind and the best shot at victory each week and avoid confusion. That's the best thing. Uh, only a couple more games here. We had the Pittsburgh Steelers, the Bogman game, beat the Rams. He said <laughs> it. I'll give him credit, man. He said it he, without without any hesitation, with complete conviction. He said the Steelers are going to beat the Rams, are going to come out. They're going to beat them. That happened. Stafford didn't look good. They shut down Cooper Cup. They did not shut down Puka. That was probably part of the big game plan. Eight for 154 from Puka. We saw a litany of uh, misfits running for the Rams. Another reason why it was kind of crazy. And also one of the more frustrating things for me personally was I kept saying the Steelers were going to come out of this doing one, two things, lots of Najee or lots of Jalen. And then I was hoping it was going to be lots of Jalen and it wasn't, it was lots of Najee running, putting him back in the receiving downs. So what do you want to hit uh, from a fantasy perspective from this game? Najee Harris <laughs> validation. Finally, has first touchdown of the year. That is depressing because it's week seven and I can't believe it took seven weeks yeah. to get here. Six games, seven weeks, whatever. doesn't matter. He finally got it. Jalen Warren did get a touchdown too, but he also had a terrible drop in this game too. He continues to have the dropsies. Uh, my big takeaway is that uh, George Pickens is going to be a star in this league, um, and George Pickens is the favorite child here. Uh, you saw Deontay Johnson look healthy too, five for 79. He had a big couple uh, moments in this game as well. But the big, again, intangible takeaway you take away from this game as you're watching it is Kenny Pickett's confidence. He looked very confident, and this was a road game too. Now, it was an easy environment because it felt like a home game because there were so many Steeler fans there. <laughs> but at the same time, the moment where they were down at the goal line where he went in there and audibled out of whatever that play was, changed it, got Najee the ball, and they scored. You could see there was a confidence there where all of a sudden Kenny Pickett started to get it. The last time we saw Kenny Pickett before the bye was him audibling, changing the call, going deep to George Pickens, winning that game against the Ravens. The Ravens, by the way, who just shellacked the Detroit Lions, right? So I don't want to be a tease with the Steelers here and say that they're back because the Rams have a whole host of other problems. But I think you are seeing the confidence of Kenny Pickett grow, which is very important. It's important for Pickens. It's important for Deontay Johnson. And if they can start utilizing these guys, all of a sudden you can start opening up not only the play calling, but you could also start opening up some more lanes for Najee Harris and Jalen Warren. So you're not going to be so predictable on offense. And on the flip side of this game too, look, Puka for eight, eight for 154. Tremendous game for him. He just worked the middle of that field all the time. One catch for two, two out. Of course it was the touchdown, but again, it's not, don't chase it folks. It's not going to be something you can count on week to week. And then in the backfield with Henderson and Freeman, 12 carries, 66 for Freeman, 18 for 61 for Henderson for a touchdown. I was just going to ask you, Freeman had a higher average yards per carry, 5.5 to 3.4, but I felt like Henderson looked better than Freeman, but I was curious, what did you thought? Yeah, I thought the exact same thing. I thought Henderson, every time, I, I wasn't watching this game like every single play, but every time I would get over to this game, it seemed like he was trucking over people. Royce had a couple of those as well. Mm -hmm. It just, it kind of looked like that old school Henderson that took over for Cam Akers, and there's always the possibility we're going to just see more of him. It's a, it's a weird, weird situation, but Jacksonville is going to be going to Pittsburgh next week, so Pittsburgh is going to be bringing on a pretty hot Jacksonville 
Jacksonville team, and the Rams are going to be facing Dallas off of a bye in Dallas. So a little bit of a tougher matchup as the Rams move on. Last two games here, Denver Broncos beat the Green Bay Packers 19-17. to We've kind of, I feel like we've talked a lot about this game in general. Christian Watson was a huge disappointment. Jordan Love stunk. Is there anything that uh, of highlight that you want to hit? Uh, it was more low light to me again, just Jordan love is, you know, it's funny. I feel like the beginning of the year we felt in preseason and even in the first week or so of the season, I was like, okay, maybe we got something here. Maybe Jordan love is going to figure this out. And it is just regressed. So I don't know if the league just made early adjustments to him and he can't just back. If this is just where we're living here. I thought I was giving him the benefit of the doubt saying, well, I didn't have Aaron Jones, but look, this is the Denver Broncos defense. This is the worst in the league against the run too. And they did not do enough of the things they needed to do to win this football game. And at the end of the day, the Broncos were not great either uh, in this contest at all. It's good to see Javante Williams get 15 carries though. Uh, 82 yards is good, but the 15 carries is really more important because you want that workload to start ticking up here in the second half of the season for him. Uh, Sutton had a great catch. It was a really good moment. Again, it's moments here where Russell Wilson, Cortland Sutton, these guys look good together, but there's just no consistency with the Broncos. And it's absolutely maddening. But the Packers situation is a real problem. And yeah. Jordan Love right now, I like I said, I've already jumped on that early line because right now you're getting plus money on the Vikings because they haven't played yet. Plus one and a half you're getting. Uh, and I think you're also getting uh, plus on the money line. I just took them straight out on the money line because they go typically to Green Bay and bring their best football anyway. So I jump all over that one early. You think Jake Jane Reed's going to top the waivers this week? maybe I'm actually talking with Pat and Debra right now. We're trying to figure out who we want to make that number one waiver claim of the week. It's funny because I'm looking at it too. I'm curious after this week, I was wondering, well, you know, he was our waiver wire guy last week, Josh downs. What do you think his roster percentages on sleeper? Just out of curiosity. I mean, if it's anything under 50%, it's ridiculously stupid. It's 52. So it's still right on that borderline folks. I if can't he's believe available, it. Josh downs is without question. The number one this week. I just don't, I think you're looking at guys like Jaden Reed and Daryl Henderson and Ro- and maybe even Royce Freeman that are the guys that you're going to want to take a look at. I think Daryl Henderson's going to be at the top of the list as well. So make sure you are locked in and my playbook has got you covered with all of the waiver assistance. So make sure you guys are locked into that final game. It was the Taylor Swift game. Kansas City beat the Chargers 31 to 17. Kelsey 12 for 179 and a score. Travis Swift was awesome in this game. She scored a touchdown, like we mentioned before. Uh, Josh Palmer is a monster. Joshua Palmer, five for 133. He had seven targets in this game. I love him. Last fantasy takeaway from Broncos and Chargers. Uh, uh, you mean Chiefs and Chargers, but yeah, uh, what did I say? Yeah, Bron- I said Broncos, Broncos and Chargers. Yeah, yeah, it's okay, yeah. it's all right. It's it's Sunday night. Uh, takeaways are this. Uh, Same division. Brandon Staley is uh, not long for this job. Uh, I think that's pretty clear. <laughs> Whoever gets to inherit this team, uh, if you could just put a defense together and fix a couple of the problems that ail them, that this has a lot. This team has a lot of talent on it. Uh, that's the biggest takeaway that you could take away from this. Uh, but look. Really good game here for Mahomes. Another classic Mahomes 400-yard performance. Again, at the top, we were talking about Kelsey, how good that combination is. Marquis Valdez-Scantling had some big plays in this one as well. He had the big touchdown. Rice had a touchdown. Pacheco had a touchdown. So spreading this ball around is important. Again, some of these younger guys really got to step up now. Pacheco stepped up. It feels like Rice is starting to do that as well. He is available in far too many leagues than he should be as well. So go pick him up. And biggest takeaway, I don't know if you saw this, but Taylor Swift and Brittany Mahomes now have a, a handshake, handshake that they do. 
Yeah. So I think that you and I need a handshake that we do. How do uh, we do like do a, virtually? Yeah. How do we do like a virtual one? Like well, I don't know, but yeah. we we probably should figure it out because otherwise it'll look like dun, more of an dun, ASL kind dun, of thing or a Macarena thing, dun, and we can yeah. do it on the YouTube channel. Okay. It'll look weird. We hey, we had a you and I did an in person competition, an athletic competition that we did during baseball season. That's right. We get in person again. I did win. I did win. You did win. I win with the like the those the quick like slap well, thing. Whatever we, we the, won, the the final competition was the thing where you had to hit all of the lights on the wall. Yeah. And in all fairness, I am five eight, which with you know us not the greatest reach. I've got uh, a really long wingspan. It's four, and yeah. uh, <laughs> you know, so I was able to get to a few more of those little it. slappy things a little it, bit it, quicker. Maybe a little bit, a little bit, but that's yeah. okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, you've already heard it that you've got Joe, you've got Pat, you've got Debro all talking about the waivers. So make sure you are subscribed to the podcast on your favorite podcast feed and you are subscribed right here at youtube.com slash fantasy pros. So you are getting all of the stuff to you. You're getting notified. You're getting it pushed to your favorite app or you're getting the notifications on YouTube. So make sure you are locked in on both sides of that because you don't want to miss any of it. You can also catch Joe over on Betting Pros where we gave Charles Cox away a Christian Kirk autographed jersey from the Jaguars, which is pretty sweet. That's courtesy of Betting Pros. So make sure you are locked into all of that content. And that is it. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. That was a crazy crazy week seven rewind with all the insanity that hopefully we can get back to some normalcy next week. I want to be a little bit more predictive and that is what we try to do right here at fantasy pros to make sure you download the apps, you get subscribed to the stuff you follow Joe on Twitter at Joe piece of PS 17. Follow me at is it the Welsh and friends, we will talk to you all week long right here on fantasy pros. Goodbye for now. Thanks for listening to the fantasy pros fantasy football podcast. Follow us on X, Instagram, and TikTok at Fantasy Pros, and subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash fantasy pros. Every now and then I fall apart <laughs> and I need you now tonight and I need you more than ever. Turn around every now and then I get a little bit. Like that meme is getting too much. <laughs> oh my God. Go ahead, Deepak, it's your turn. Yeah, you I got now. nothing like this skill, man. <laughs> what, what, what is Tyler Lockett singing right now? And I need you now tonight. And I need you more than ever. And if you only hold me tight, we'll be holding on forever. To what? To week seven. That's what we're holding on to. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's Unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk Extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount.